Hey everybody, my name is Ethan Boggs and I get to be the pastor of Vibrant Church in Columbus, Mississippi. And today, me and the pastors are talking through how to focus on God in a digital world. Check this out. All right, guys, the average person touches their phone approximately 2,617 times per day, according to a study conducted in 2016. So that's seven years ago. Two years, or excuse me, two hours and two minutes per day on social media platforms. This amounts to approximately 15 hours per week, 780 hours a year. So that equates to 32 and a half days a year. So according to the research, we are spending one month of our year on social media. One month, okay? Pew Research Center in 2015 said that parents in the United States reported spending an average of 13.7 hours per week on focused activities with their children. So compared with the social media uh, time spent, uh, the rate with spending time with our kids is dropping. We're spending more time on social media than we are with our own children. (laughs) That's insane. Wow. So if you take those numbers, apply them to right now to children that are growing up, uh, if they're born at like in 2023, uh, they will spend seven years of their life on social media in totality. Isn't wow. that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to hear more? Oh, yes. According to a survey conducted by Nielsen in 2021, you can look up all of these stats. A person in the United States spends approximately three hours and 46 minutes per day watching video content across various platforms, including streaming services, And this amounts to approximately 26 hours and 22 minutes per week. According to a report published by uh, Pew Research Center in 2020, they say that adults are spending 90 minutes per day consuming consuming news. So what we're talking about today is how to have uh, to to spend time with God Mm -hmm. in a digital world. Mm. That's kind of the idea. Because I was studying for a sermon and I found these stats and these were startling to me. Yep. So you see all this that we're spending a million hours on social media. <laughs> we are right now 2020, or excuse me, 2021. A survey said that it had found that 11% of Americans read the Bible daily. Okay, this is two years ago. Trends in reading habits over the last four years showed that major the majority of Americans never read the Bible. Um, Bible readership varies across each demographic with millennials most likely to have never read the Bible. Mm -hmm. Uh, The most frequent readers are those who are 70 years and older. Okay. Uh, When researchers for the American, now listen to this. This is profound to me. You can read all this online. When researchers for American Bible Society annual state of the Bible report saw the data that said roughly 26 million people had mostly or completely stopped reading the Bible in the last year. They said they were shocked. 26 million people have stopped reading their Bible within the last year. 21, and this is the last stat, and I want to hear from you guys, but in 2021, about 50% of Americans said they read their Bible on their own at least three to four times per year. So the people who are reading are reading it, you know, one three to four times the whole year wow. but in 2022 it dropped 11 points okay so that's even dropped more less people are reading their bible 
than the three to four times a year people. It drops 11 points. Now only 39% say they read the Bible multiple times per year or more. It is the steepest, sharpest decline on record. How do you spend time with God in a digital world? I just read we're spending one month on social media platforms a year, and we're reading our Bible, those who do read it, three to four times a year in totality. How do you spend time with God in a digital world? So so I can't use the excuse, I don't have time to read my Bible, right? Mm, right. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. And I think all of these uh, stats are, we, we see the trends, everything's trending in the wrong direction, right? Yeah. We see the trends are headed in the wrong direction. I think about my kids and what they're, the stats that they're going to be reading in, uh, you know, 20 years or so. It's very alarming for sure. Yep. Yeah. Come on. I yeah. think it's, it's interesting how social media, technology, all of these things that have a tendency to try to bring people together put you in a place where it takes you away from having the time to spend together with God. Hmm. We, we want to build relationships. We want to have friends. We want to have relationships. We want to have all of these things, but at the cost of what? Hmm. Losing our relationship with God. You know, and it's, it's easy to do. I think we've probably all fell in that trap of the endless scroll on social media <laughs> where you just... You find something and it's just like so difficult, but and it, it it's difficult to get away from it, but it's easy to do. Whereas this can be difficult when it should be the easiest thing that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, this should be the easiest thing we do in our day is to read our Bible, to pick it up, to learn and grow and develop. And it seems like somewhere we've prioritized the wrong thing. We've just prioritized the wrong thing. I think ourself has gotten in the way in a lot of that. You know, yeah. how about the uh, the worship pastor? <laughs> what does he feel in his heart? What wisdom are you about to drop that will change every listener's oh, life God. in oh, one sentence? No pressure, but I really feel the Lord is going to use you. I'm just oh, playing. God. You know, um, honestly, when I think about you know where we are, and you know, I saw a post the other day, and it was talking about man, I really miss people before social media. And I, I thought about it, I was like, man, I miss people before social media. And just the idea of like, as we've gotten so ingrained in social media and just like so immersed in all the things that's just pulling for our attention right. every single day, just pulling right. for our attention. Um, and how how we feel in the time, like you said, we can get so caught up in just scrolling, 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 and that, and that dopamine that we talk about, like just all this, like, man, it's just hours that, you know, we can just scroll, but where the presence of God and his word should be fueling us the way that we're trying to fill that void and fill that time mm-hmm. on social media and with other people and seeing what they got going on and seeing who's doing what. And like, yep. um, I think it's so interesting that we're all trying to fill voids, but sometimes we use social media to do it instead of God's presence and God's word. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just think in the day and age that we're living in, that's what we're trading. That's what, because everybody's trying to fill that void. Yeah. And trying to get those hits. Yeah, but yeah. Let, the, let the word of God do it. Let God's presence be the thing that fuels you and satisfies you and like really like awakens you. Yeah. It's like we're all doing it on social media when we scroll. Yep. Mm. 
And I think there's more to that than we may realize is the dopamine thing. So there's a book I read talked about like the dangers of social media in a digital age. And it talked about how we are up against our, our like fit, our biological system is up against billions of dollars. Okay. (laughs) They have figured out, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist here, but they have, these are just facts. They have figured out how to get our attention. Yep. And so the scrolling, the liking, the sharing, like that's all designed in a way to keep us coming back. Right. And that those likes and like, I often think what would social media even be like if you couldn't comment or like, (laughs) like we wouldn't even go there. Uh, When you read that you're, you are working against a monster. Right. Your, your system is so addicted to that dopamine, that attention, that affirmation. And it's like, let's number one, just start by like shame off of you. If you feel a little guilty, mm-hmm. uh, maybe those stats can really shock you. Know this, you are working against something that's like AI is real. I don't want to like freak everybody <laughs> out, but it's like, you know, uh, they're listening right now. <laughs> Whoever they are they're they know what's happening. Anyway. <laughs> Um, that those algorithms, all that stuff, it's, 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 it's made to keep you there, mm-hmm. made to keep your attention. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important for people to understand, like when you read the Bible, it don't feel like that. Come on. There's not, you're not looking at a blue light, you're not, unless you're using your phone, but you're normally not sitting there with these dopamine hits over and over. It's almost like yeah. the world can get your attention. Culture can get your attention by like surpassing your intelligence and going straight to your biological makeup. We know how to get your attention with affirmation, with your attention for entertainment, but yet it's really hard for us to stay in a reading plan or prayer time or anything because they tell you this all the time as communicators, they'll let us know that people's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. And so sermons have to get shorter and shorter and people's, um, theological understanding, biblical understanding is so much smaller and smaller, or it's less and less than it was 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago when you have 20 million plus people not reading their Bible. Yeah, so you have to almost make your sermon simpler, and you got to make, and that's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that yet on social media, they could watch a YouTube video for three hours. Right. They could watch <laughs> a pod, we could watch a podcast or somebody for three hours. Mm. But yet we can't sit in a message for 25 minutes without being like, you know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. In the moment we open our Bibles, it immediately get, we get a little bit, I don't know what's happening. I can't, <laughs> it, it's, I just think our, our makeup is kind of used to this like electric current running to us all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think that's really big pastor Tyson mm-hmm. that we're actually fighting against a system that's kind of created to get our attention Attention is the economy of today. Hmm. It's not necessarily, that's why we have billboards. That's why we have sponsorships. Everybody's just trying to get your eyes. Yeah. Right? And so they've gotten really smart on how to get your eyes. Mm-hmm. People will pay millions of dollars for advertisement just to get your attention. Because they know if they got your attention, they got your money. Hmm. So they know that. Well, the Bible's not necessarily like that. Right? And that's why even in, I was thinking of this verse, and I'm getting all over it. I want to hear from you guys, but thinking of this verse this morning, see if I can find it. Oh, I love this verse. Psalms 119, 
Verse 37, man, listen to this. Turn my eyes from worthless things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look at it, my eyes. Mm -hmm. Turn my eyes. Get my eyes off of worthless things. Mm -hmm. There is nothing more empty mm -hmm. calories than social media. He says, mm -hmm. turn my eyes from worthless things and give me life through your word. Turn my eyes. One, one other verse says, turn my eyes from beholding vanity. Mm -hmm. Like, what is the, what am I looking at? This is junk food, right? He says, give me life. Give me life through your word. That's so I, I think it's something that it's going to be a, I think, is this my opinion, okay? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is this. You are, you and I are being discipled. I'm not trying to preach right now. Someone else needs to interrupt me. We are all of us being discipled. Yep, by default. Somebody's discipling right. you. Yep, that's it. Okay. Are you going to let algorithms disciple your thought? Come on, man. Which are paid advertisers knowing what you want to hear and giving you confirmation bias. Have you ever Googled a pair of shoes and those shoes just keep showing up on mm -hmm. your timeline, keep showing up on your YouTube advertising? <laughs> Why do I keep seeing stuff? For me, it's always grills. I keep seeing yeah. grills. <laughs> I keep seeing barbecue sauce. I keep seeing smoked meat. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. But the problem is that's one thing if, it's, if they're selling a product. Mm. It's another thing when they're selling ideologies. Come on, man. I'm right. believing something. You're, you are peddling something into my timeline mm. that is – is building my philosophy, my theology in life. Yeah. And we're eating these junk food. We don't know where the source is and who it is. And he's saying, give me life through your, through your word. All right, somebody start talking before I take up an offering. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's interesting. You, you, know, you talk about there's a lot of spiritual components to this, but also I think we need to understand just the practical discipline mm -hmm. it takes to get into your word. So we live in a culture right now, dis there is very little discipline. Look anywhere, very little people, like there's very little amounts of people that are truly disciplined in their lifestyles and their regimen and what they do. Easy. So easy. everything he's, is I feel easy. like he's looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's looking at me. So, I mean, getting on social media requires no discipline. Scrolling requires no discipline. Uh, watching a video requires no discipline. Um, but getting into God's word requires something of you. There's actually a submission component to it mm -hmm. that we're not used to submitting. The Bible talks about that we're to submit our works to Christ. We're to submit our lives to Christ. It's an attitude of submission. So here, my, my, here's where we get caught up even in the digital world. So I love the, even the Bible apps. I love on the phones. I love all that stuff. It's great. It's a great tool. But here's another thing. Because we have now, it's on your phone. Now you have the ability on your phone to silence the notifications. Like, hey, I'll get my, I'll get my one, you know, word for the the week, or I'll get something. But you still have the ability to shut it off because it it negates the discipline factor. Whereas when you look into the physical word of God, this is why the physical word is so important. Is it requires a discipline to discipline my my mind to open his word. There's something, there's a different component to it. When I'm on my phone, well, I do that every day. Well, this is, this is different. I can open my phone anytime I want. Well, to get into here requires something of myself that has a submission factor to it. That I think oftentimes we don't, maybe we don't put as high priority as maybe we should, 
but the we have a lot of lot of things that a lot of issues we are facing even as a nation have to do with lack of discipline lack of discipline accessibility and all that stuff and everything's at your fingertips but the things you need the most and everything out there for the most part is empty calories mm-hmm. and it's like if you want to build muscle what do you do you get into the gym right if you want to if you want to be healthy you you eat right so there's a discipline factor of like this is ju- this is healthy for me mm-hmm. and you have to be like almost fight for discipline discipline doesn't come by it doesn't come autonomously like just happen just like that you have to fight for discipline mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of work yeah, so it does and you know the other thing too is we're not trying to push people away and say get off of your social media right don't use it there are good components to your social media to this digital age that we live in we here at at vibrant church we use digital media Mm -hmm. to reach people who can't come here Mm -hmm. who can't be a part of the services maybe they're a shut-in or maybe there's someone who can't be here so it's not all bad i think when it when it turns bad is when the priority is shifted to it versus the real authentic thing you know i we, we have text. We have these phones. We have the ability to text. And I still find myself wanting to physically go talk to the person, mm-hmm. wanting to have that conversation. Text is good. It's a quick way to, to share a message. Mm-hmm. But there's something about seeing someone's reaction, seeing someone. I saw this that kind of grabbed my attention in Second John 1 and 12. John said, though I have much to write to you, I would rather not use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to come to you and talk face to face so that our joy may be complete. So what what he's saying here is, I have a lot to say, but I would rather not use the paper and the ink. But you know what? That's good. He still used the paper and the ink. ink. He still used it. (laughs) Even though he didn't he didn't want to, that wasn't his preferred method. He still saw the good in it. He still saw what it could do. Well, I can't be there now. Let me send a letter. I can't be there now. Let me go yep, to where you that's are. Really good. Let me reach where you are. Let me find where you are. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so good. I think that that is when we're looking at the context of the digital age, I think that we have to look at it from a perspective of we can't just put it in a box and demonize it, but we have to look at it for what it is. Mm-hmm. It is a uh, it's kind of a catch 22 because there are areas of our life where we could benefit from it. Yep. But there are also areas where we can be trapped by it. It's like that old quote I'm sure we've all heard, and use it for different categories. We'll use it in this. Social media is a wonderful servant, a horrible master. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? So when things get just like we're just a little out of order. Yep. So I, I've never heard that. That is brilliant. To like don't demonize technology. That that was as advanced as they had paper. And yeah. Ink. You know, it was actually hard mm-hmm. to get paper. Yep. So mm-hmm. they that's a very advanced way to to communicate. So I'm a big believer in social media. In fact, I really um, was talking to the team not long ago that I want our social media to really pr- push more biblical content, not just advertisements for the church, which is a way we stay connected with mm-hmm. the church, obviously. Sure. And uh, but I want to make sure that we're when people are scrolling, he said, you know, bring me life by your word. Mm-hmm. So while they're just scrolling, they'll all of a sudden they just hit like fresh man up, boom. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a preaching right. clip or a scripture, just a quote, whatever. Get let there be a morsel of food while they're 
<laughs> Why we do this all day? Let something get their attention <clears throat> and get their eyes off worthlessness for a minute. Sure. Yeah. And I want to say something PJ said a moment ago. I thought was really good that he was kind of comparing a phone and a physical Bible a little bit. Um, there may be somebody watching being like, okay, now you're being legalistic. It's the word <laughs> wherever you're at. You're right. It's the word wherever it's That's at. It. If it's on the side of a building, it's the word of God. Mm-hmm. If it's on, if it's written or on a screen, whatever, it's, it's the word of God. The Bible says it's living. So I don't matter the venue I'm going to receive it from, but to go back to, to kind of link these thoughts, to go back to what I was saying with you in a digital age, like phones almost have a way to, uh, I mean, on our phones, we do everything. Okay. I think right. this is important. So we check our email, we do our banking, we do any research. Yep. We communicate with family and friends. We send funny memes. We take videos. We take pictures. I mean, we check scores. I mean, it it is endless what our devices actually do for us. So when you, your brain just has, it's not like in a normal space when you pick up your phone. Right. It's just wide open. Anything's happening in the next few minutes. (laughs) When I pick up a physical copy, my body just knows we are in this today. So it just kind of, there's not this scrolling in my head of like a notification can pop up or let me get bored. Like you, you'd be amazed how just muscle memory will take you to Facebook and you're not even physically there. You know, your space ain't there, but your hands going there, you know? Uh, And I'm not putting anybody down. If you can get the Bible any way you can get it, the word of God in you, any way you can get it, pray any way you can do it. But Something about when you actually just take time. So right now, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I'm going through the chronological reading plan. Uh, I love it. It's really, really good, really informative. Uh, the one thing for me, though, has been I'm just doing it out of the Bible. I, I follow along on the app. Nope. I click it off the app, but I just do it in the Bible because, like, there's not a lot of things in life that really has that kind of focus. Paper, ink, sitting down, looking. In a digital world, go back to answering the question, how do we spend time with God in a digital world? How do we grow in our faith in a digital world? I think you almost, you can use digital means, I think, to aid our walk with God. Right. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, though, I think you and I have to know the way you, the way you, think of it like this. I think social media needs tamed. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. So I think in my own life, if it's out of the cage too much, it starts thinking, it starts controlling me, mm-hmm. starts telling me what I'm going to do, right. meaning my <laughs> kids are tugging at my leg and I'm like, oh, okay. Come on. That, that's, it's, it's out of the cage. Mm-hmm. So how you tame it is you put a leash on it, you put <laughs> it in its, you know, you give it that's treats right. or you put it in the cage and you'll let it out for whatever. Either way, the idea of taming is I'm in control. Mm-hmm. The idea is you're going to listen to me. So the way I think that you can, in your walk with God, is I think you have to tame it, meaning there may have to be cage moments where it goes in the cage. You don't, you don't, maybe you don't have to go totally Amish here and like disconnect from <laughs> yeah. the planet, but you can cage it for a while. Sure. So whatever that looks like. And I'm in a season right now where I, I got, I'm very caged off. I kind of just, I'm enjoying just my rhythms that I have right now. So I don't really use a lot of social media. I'm in no way superior. I'm just saying right now, this is what I'm doing is I got to cage it 
because I the way I cage it is kind of using this. That's one way you kind of you just gotta distance yourself from this high octane digital experience that never lets you down. Think about it like <laughs> it never fails. It's just like you're gonna click, gonna watch it, gonna view it. If the Wi-Fi is bad for 30 seconds, it's like does God even exist? You know, like think about <laughs> how bad we've become with this, you know? Sure. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, why don't we just get in this? Yeah. It silences the world. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing pictures. I'm not, nothing's distracting me. It's silencing. If I'm going to get past this, this animal that's out, this digital monster, that just is crying for my attention. Because, I mean, I've been studying something, and I think we, we and you were, no, me and you were in Ohio, mm-hmm. and I talked to you about this. I was in prayer, and this thought came to me. Yeah. And I don't want to go through it. But I may preach it sometime, but of just when Philip went down to Samaria, the Bible says he had their attention by his, his preaching and by the miracles he was doing. And God, the Bible says he gave them great joy in the city mm-hmm. because their attention was in the right place. The next verse says, but for a long time, Simon the sorcerer had their attention. Mm. They thought he was a great man because he made himself out to be something big. Mm. I think whoever has your attention controls your spirituality. Yeah. Okay. Whoever has your attention, That's good. whoever has your focus mm-hmm. is determining, whoever is determining a lot for you. And that's why the writer of Hebrews says, looking unto Jesus, who's the author of, and the finisher of my faith, mm-hmm. meaning like if I'm going to follow him, my attention needs to be on him. So when I talk about social media, I, I don't even want to get stuck on quality. Just think about this. Think about quantity, just quantity of time, of how mm-hmm. much is digital and how much is spending time with God, prayer in the morning, whatever that looks like, just quantity. I'm not talking about like every study Bible out and, and, and highlighters everywhere. And like, you're really, now you're a theologian. I'm not necessarily referring to that. I'm just saying the amount of time that we're giving to social media platforms and YouTube and other commentators versus just how much are we really giving God? According to this, according to this proven research that you can go look up, it's like damning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Come on. We're like spiritually anemic. Like if we if you could look into our spirit man or spirit woman, we would know a whole lot about politics because we're so informed. The news is right on our fingertips. Right. We would know so much about grilling because I could I like way too much time <laughs> thinking about smoking uh, a brisket or whatever. Just clarifying, I needed to finish that sentence. <laughs> like, I was going to I was going to I needed to land that sentence so you didn't like what did he just say? But the. Uh, but then when you start asking people about their time with God, their time in the Word of God, uh, their prayer time, it gets concerning. And I'm talking seasoned Christians. And uh, I think it's just important when you... Th- I'm going to be done talking here, but I just think it's important when you're thinking of just change the quantity of time. Mm-hmm. If you can just get a little more time and be like, well, I don't... You may be thinking, well, I can read it. I don't get it. I don't understand Here's the thing. I was listening to somebody at three o'clock this morning because I couldn't sleep. And they said, sometimes we won't read the Bible because we don't think we can remember it. But they said, you just don't underestimate how the Holy Spirit makes a reserve in you. That's right. Mm -hmm. And those scriptures just kind of sit in there. The word just sits in there. The information sits in there. 
that by noon you may not be able to be like, this verse exactly said this. Mm-hmm. But when you have a hard day in a month, you may be like, didn't I read something about that? Let me see that again. The Holy Spirit brings it back to your remembrance, the Scripture says. Mm. So just get start shifting the quantity. Start learning how can you cage it. So there's, there's a question. How do you cage? How do you guys do it? And you may be, if you don't do it, don't answer the question. Don't pretend. Okay. No, someone's going to be like, yeah, this is what I do. And you're like, you're doing it right now. I promise I'm never on social media. Here's what I want you to understand. All right, here's a question I have for all of you. How do you cage the beast of, of digital interface in your life and walk with God? How do you do it? <laughs> we can go fast and popcorn answer these. but Not often, but sometimes I just... Just throw the phone in the room. Like that's the, like to are get away thorn, from. Are you throwing it at somebody? <laughs> he is. <laughs> nah. Which kid? The truth name coming the kid. out. Just name the kid. <laughs> nah, yeah. I, no, no, honestly. Even last night, I was like, dang. I, you start thinking it. And I just I just threw the phone in the room because yep. I knew, like, man, you know, checking notifications or checking, even checking anything. It's just like, man, my kids are here. I've been gone all day from, at work. Let me just, let me just, you know. Yeah. So, because if the phone is there, we're just prone to like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you just, you just want to yeah. grab, you want to check it, but like to try to distance yourself from the mm. phone itself. It's just like, let me just throw the phone in the room and just like do something yep. else. So, yep. yeah, Good. for me, it's just is like getting away from the device, Cage whatever it, it the, is. The device, yeah. Because <laughs> if the device is close, willpower is weak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what sure. I mean? This willpower weakens. And like, that's really good. What about you, Pastor Tommy? I think so. Even for me last night, thinking about this today. When I got home, I took my phone and put it on Haley's desk at her office where she works from home sometimes. And just thinking about, like, that's what you have to do. Like, is you you have to distance yourself from it. But when it comes to, like, reading God's Word, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. It has to be this physical copy. I have to put take this, put this away, because I will get, mm-hmm. I'll get a notification, because I don't turn off the notifications. I'll get a notification and I'll next thing you know, I'm I'm on to something completely different. And so it has to be this. It that's just my way, especially when it when it comes to building my faith in this kind of digital world that we're in. That is that's it for me. That's the only yeah. way that that's how I have to do it. PJ. I mean it'd be very similar to Pastor Tommy. It's uh it's not always easy. And if I'm by my phone, if I'm at my phone, it's very hard for me not to go into multitask mode. Yep. That's messaging, good. <clears throat> answering yep. emails, note taking, note taking. Yep. And it could be all that stuff. And again, not inherently bad things at all. Yep. But if I use like so I will use my Bible app on my phone, which I love, but I'll use it to guide my yep. my physical reading. So, and I, I will actually do something on my phone that I will put a timer on my phone. I just started doing this about like two months ago. I put a timer on my phone. I know how much I want to read. Like, hey, for this many minutes, I put a physical timer on my phone. I make my phone into a timer. Like, that's all you're good for, mm-hmm. for the next 40 minutes or whatever, or 30 minutes, or if I just have 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's all you're good for right now. So you're, you're going to notify me when my time is up. But other than that, you're no good for me right now. Nope. Nope. And then I have to throw the phone. I have to throw the phone in the bedroom, close the door, because then I'll just be thinking like. You guys love to throw phones. Yeah. I throw it on the bed. I'll just toss <laughs> it, it on like the bed. Is it like overhand? Just like all your might? Yes. <laughs> this is beautiful toss. I Skipping hate you. Rocks. Disc golf toss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Pastor? Yeah. So so for me, I'm, 
I always try to plan my next day the day before. So at night, I'm, I put my physical Bible out in the position or the place that I'm going to be reading the next day. Yeah. I'll even yep. put my coffee. You know, we can't read the Bible without coffee, right? Even yeah. Pastor Tyson knows about <laughs> yes. that now. Yes. Bless him, Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, but, but I think uh, what we were talking about with the reward center in our brain, the dopamine reward center, um, you almost have to tell yourself if you're going to YouTube, if you're going to uh, any form of social media, like, okay, this is a reward for myself today. Unless you are posting something like I am getting onto Instagram <laughs> only to post this yeah, and then yeah. I am closing this app not to look <laughs> yeah. at it again. Uh, so just telling yourself and being disciplined on the front end of, Hey, I'm only getting on Instagram to whatever respond to, um, to check this, to post this, but mm-hmm. to reward yourself. But, but going back to time in the word, it is the physical Bible. One cool thing about you version. I think that's the, most popular Bible app, but mm-hmm. I am on a journey with some friends. So it is cool to see their progress when I log on to the app. I do read the physical Bible, but it is cool. Uh, yep. And they have several cool reading plans. Absolutely. For new believers, yep. uh, topical if you're struggling. Depression. Yeah, mm-hmm. anything. Decision-making, wisdom. Yep. It is a great resource. And if yep. you don't have it, please download it. It will help you. And yep. if you don't have a physical Bible uh, and that's all you have, all good. All good. We're just done. We're navigating this particular topic sure. today. But like, again, I'll be on an airplane and I'll be like thinking of a verse and I'll look it up and yeah. highlight it and save it. And com- because one of my favorite things on the Bible app is that you can compare other scriptures with each other and translations. Yep. That's great. Yeah. Bible gateway is great. Yeah. Bible gateway is awesome. Yep, so is. I, I just try to uh, do the, mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to feel ashamed if they're using an app. That's sure. totally fine. I think, yeah. I just think I, one thing you just said too is I do the same thing. You ask my wife. I have to set the Bible out. Mm-hmm. So I used to set it on a shelf. Uh, I like to set it like inside books. Like I have a million books. I now set it out to where I can just see it. Mm-hmm. If I see it, something about it reminds me. It just reminds me of God's word. Like just seeing it over mm-hmm. and over. I just see it, and I'm marinating. It just it does something to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't know if there's like a psychological. It goes it, back to attention. It does make sense, though. Even with our phone, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, I, I know we, like, I just thought about this whenever you were saying that. We Haley and I like to go four-wheeler ride and ride trails, and I'll take my phone, and I'll put my phone, there's a little kind of cubby on the four-wheeler, and I'll put it in there, and not seeing my phone, it will be hours mm-hmm. before I realize mm-hmm. I haven't even checked my phone. Yeah. So there is something psychological. Well, you're, you're building habits. It. Yes, you're, to see you're it. You're building habits <laughs> yeah. in your brain. There, there's just something about that that yeah. when you see it, it prompts you. Just like in the morning, one of the first things I see is this. Take your phone, yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I, I think that that is, I, there's, a, there's so much truth to that. Yeah. When it's physically what about, there, it prompts you. So morning, that's very good, very good. I think, this is my theory, I'm a big believer in and I'll read my Bible when I, and we're referring to reading Bible could also be prayer time and spending time with God. Sure. Mm-hmm. Journaling time. I mean, everybody has their different flow of how they connect with God. But I think uh, morning is big. David said in the morning, you'll hear my voice. Mm-hmm. I think morning kind of sets the, the tone. Yeah. So how do people navigate or how have you guys navigated? Um, how have you guys navigated that morning scroll in bed you wake up <laughs> and it's like 
hello notifications. Like, <laughs> here we go. Let's start talking. And, and like the kids aren't up or whatever. It's, I think that is really big. Mm. That's really yep. big. And I'm, I think everybody's guilty of it. It's kind of start because the moment you get on it, there's like this doom loop. And you're like, I'm going to go to this account and then I'm going to go here. I'm going to check the, <laughs> check my flights. I'm going to check this. I'm going to check. It's like the yep. report's all over. You check 20 things and then you're like, let me loop through these one more time. Yep. Uh, I read an article called the doom loop or something after you've done Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, email, you just do them again because you're just mm. so hooked on another. You commented on something. You want to see if they commented back. <laughs> How do you get out of that doom loop in the morning? Because I think, just something about morning is fresh. Bible says he daily loads us up with benefits. My dad mm -hmm. quotes that verse all the time. That's a profound thought. Mm -hmm. Then he says, mercy's new every morning. Like it, you get a mm -hmm. fresh slate today. Your body has slept. Your brain has done what it's supposed to do chemically. Your body has rested. God has given us sleep. Somebody say amen. Amen. And then you get up, and the first thing we give our bodies that are supposed to be is a verse that's so harsh sometimes, but it's so good. Holy and acceptable. Mm. Talk about my eyes. You know, we, we immediately go to sinful things, but mm. what gets my attention first thing in the morning yeah. doesn't have to be, in your words, doesn't have to be sin, he said in Hebrews, right? It's the weight. Throw off every sin and, and the weight, weight yeah. that so easily besets you. Weight in 2023 may only weigh so much come on That's good. but right. this right here has destroyed marriages yep have destroyed families mm. people have been corrupt people have lied people have cheated there's so many things that this thing is capable of and also for good technology is but it does increase our capabilities to do evil i want to ask you pastor tommy and whoever else wants to answer this how do you navigate the morning hours yep so my morning is the same every single day so that's kind of the first thing is, and I know that sounds crazy. I have a unique situation. Haley is at work crazy early. Mm -hmm. So Haley takes our kids to her mom's. So when I wake up every morning, I always go to my phone and make sure that nothing is crazy. So like my dad hasn't called or my mom, just, they live four hours away. Yeah. So I just always want to make sure I haven't missed something with that. And I have a worship playlist Mm -hmm. that I start right then. I have this crazy loud Bluetooth speaker, turn it on every morning, mm -hmm. and it starts. And that starts my day as I'm getting dressed. Um, I'm just kind of in that flow. Uh, Tuesday, uh, which was just a couple days ago, Haley, was she worked from home. And I didn't even realize it, but I woke up, good morning, kissed her, turned on the Bluetooth speaker, blasting the speaker she's trying to work uh, yeah but i that's just like my normal routine and yep. then i i'm fortunate because i have a pretty decent commute here mm -hmm. and so it rolls into that and so that time goes into there and then i do my reading once i get here mm -hmm. so like th that is i think the biggest thing for me is you know we talked about just a few months ago here at our church a pattern of prayer we use that, yep. but I think we have to have a pattern somehow for this, yep. being fed through prayer, through reading our word, through doing mm -hmm. all of those things. And I think if it goes back earlier to that discipline you were talking about, mm -hmm. that intentionality, just mm -hmm. to be intentional. It, it may not be the morning for you. Yep. It may, whenever that is, yep. just take some yep. time 
Turn your attention. And turn your eyes yep. to God. Yep. And it will make a difference. I'm telling you know, and I'll, I'll even say this: when we when we go to social media, Facebook, there we're in a trigger culture today. There are a lot of things that will trigger you to anger. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this may trigger you, but it's to change. Mm-hmm. And so that is a valuable. If you're saying, well, I mean, do I really need to? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, we need to see that change every day. What about you, Pastor Tyson? <laughs> My God, you know, um, he's like I, I just it just it's going as I'm, I'm sleeping. <laughs> as I'm sleeping, he I'm just, worships in his sleep. The worships in my sleep. <laughs> nah, you know what? Uh, what has worked for me is a, a rhythm that I've just kind of tried to adapt. As you think, and, I, and I, I'm not always perfect with it, but one thing I've always tried to think about was before your feet hit the floor, God, thank you for this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just acknowledge, just a simple acknowledgement of God before you do anything. Like yep. God, thank you, yeah, <laughs> thank you yep. for another day, thank you for breath. I'm here, and I want this day to be great, and I want to be led by you. So just acknowledging God at the beginning of the day, but also something that I love. I always drive Kate. You know, he rides to work with me because he's in uh, VKA, and we always uh, we do two things. <laughs> he said, "Dad, I want to listen to some music," <laughs> but before we listen to music, I always uh, we always like listen to whatever the Bible reading plan is for the day. We listen to it on the way to work just because mm-hmm. I yeah, want him to just like. Absolutely. Just, that's it. He may not even understand that's what's it. going on, but like the word of God is being yep. spoken and read yep. over his little three-year-old ears, yeah. you know, <laughs> on the drive to work and also just listening to worship music. So that's something we do yeah. every day, you know, and he's yep. just, I enjoy that time that we just kind of hear God's word and, and worship on the way to yeah, work. Yeah, I love it. So I think that's good. That's another point we should have had is the auditory learners. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I, I just read that I don't it's a high stat that people learn that way. Mm-hmm. And so maybe for reading kind of gets fuzzy after a while, but you yep. can uh, those all those translations, most of them just have a play button right at the bottom. Right. You could listen to it, even follow along in reading. Listening is huge. In fact, I sleep to it a lot. I'll just listen to the Bible. Yep. Uh, but that's good. I didn't want to pause. I just want to pause there for people yep. who learn that way. That's yep. really good. The, uh, let me ask you guys this. So we're talking about caging social media, taming it, us being in control of social media. How do you, uh, so we're talking about mornings a little bit. How would you two navigate mornings mm. around social media? The Because the, it's almost like it's just way there like a pouncing tiger. <laughs> and it takes this restraint from another planet <laughs> to be like, I'm not going to do it. Uh, how do you do? Is is mornings better for you? Or are you an evening person? What do you do for for social media? Uh, for uh, spending time with God. Oh uh, yeah, mornings for sure. Uh, he has like eight kids, so yeah, <laughs> three thirty in the morning. <laughs> mornings for sure before the house wakes up. Uh, but for me, evenings is is kind of when I'm bent towards scrolling, yeah. social media, those yeah. things. I really don't have a problem. Uh, in the mornings, I would say, but it's evenings for me. Yeah, and and the hard part for me is uh, laying in bed <clears throat> next to my wife. <laughs> you know, my wife's over there; she's checking things. I'm over here checking things, yeah. and and it's our time to finally decompress mm-hmm. from the day. So, mm-hmm. been working all day. You know, we yep. get four kids, yep. dinners, dinner, ba- bathes, 
uh, <laughs> get their teeth brushed, or at least half of them, right? And then, <laughs> and then we get chew we this get gum in, before you go to bed. <laughs> yeah, we get in bed, and it's like, oh my goodness, I haven't had any me time today. So this is me time. So it can definitely put a strain on your on your marriage if you're not careful, you know. But you feel like you need to reward yourself for the day, you know. You feel like I deserve this. I've worked hard today. I've yeah. Yeah. spent a lot of mental energy on certain situations, and mm. so for me, I really have to guard that that evening time. For me, what about you, PJ? Oh gosh, you know, Pastor Ethan was talking about that doom loop. You have to really watch in the mornings. Most of us probably wake up to an alarm on our phone. Mm-hmm. That starts the loop. Yeah. So you have to just realize from the onset because you pick up your phone mm-hmm. and you turn it off. And there's a text. And there's a text. <laughs> and it starts. And there's a notification, and you go right into it. Um, so I, I've been guilty of, of doing that oh, plenty yes. of times. In fact, hundreds point, of times. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where like, I'm actually like, yeah, it's actually kind of funny. Like I will actually usually wake up before my alarm, but then I turn off my alarm anyways, yep. because I know it's going to go off. So in the mornings, I, what I do usually, again, it's sometimes it's chaotic chaotic you know when you have kids and sure. many of you probably even watching this you have families and you have a morning schedule there's a lot of stuff going on but when I'm getting ready in the bathroom I, I turn my phone on I put on a worship playlist yep I take some time or I just put on just uh soaking music there was actually a great playlist you turned me on to that just just, just nothing but music yeah okay that right. helps me because I can't listen to singing yeah because mm-hmm. then I'm like mm-hmm. yeah but if it's just like Keys, pads, what they call them. If it's just that, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I can hang with that. I feel like I'm preaching an altar service. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm about to, I'm about to pull everybody up yeah. here in a minute. I've been I got, guilty I got of the going into ministry up. time with my kids a few <laughs> yeah. different times. Lily, Lily, Judah, and Lena. I'm laying hands on them, praying over. But uh, yeah, that's a great. What is the name of it? So what's the name of it? Do you know? Let me let me find yeah, it. Keep yeah. talking. Let yeah, me. yeah. So I mean, with with that, uh, it's just kind of starting with that. Some auditory prayer in the morning. I, I like my kids to hear me pray, whether it's in the car or whether it's, you know, getting ready in the bathroom, brushing my teeth. Like, I'm going to start praying. Okay, I got it. What you got? Soaking in his presence, instrumental worship, William Augusto. Yes. Yep. I don't use Spotify like yes. sinful people do. But I, <laughs> Apple yeah, music. Apple music. I, I, I'm you on Apple. you ever use this? Spotify, yep. Well, not Spotify. You're Spotify, Spotify. folks? Are yes. you Spotify? Spotify. What are you? I'm Apple. Apple music. We're Which one are you? Leave it in the comments. Do you use Spotify <laughs> or Apple Music? We must know. We got to know. Anyway, this is really good. It's not yeah. singing. Yeah. It's just music that kind of feels low. I listen to this uh, when I drive a lot with the mm-hmm. kids, and Judah doesn't always love it. He's like, can we listen to something else? Yeah. But I'm in like a mood a little bit. Yeah, because my mind already goes to busyness so quick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like it, it does not take much for my mind to be thinking about a million things already mm-hmm. before the day's even begun. Yep. Haven't even gotten into the office, any of that stuff. So that helps significantly. Just quiet yourself. Yep. Take some moment, pray, pray over my kids and really just kind of take in the day. Thank you, Lord, for just for a new day. Yep. Just keep it simple. And let me say this before we move on, um, wrap this thing up. I think it's okay to change things up too. Yeah. Things get a yeah. little stale, things yeah. get a little stuck, and you're like, I've listened to this a hundred times. I gotta change the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I've read this like for this year, I'm reading through a different Bible, a different translation. Yep. Um, you're not gonna eat pizza every day. Not gonna eat pizza. So I, I gotta change <laughs> it up, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh yep. and one last thing, I, I thought another thought. If you ever fall behind on reading plans and you're feeling guilty and you're like, I'm not gonna do it, I'm just gonna read my 
good to go on my phone. I've always far, fallen behind, all that stuff. Mm. When we when we fall behind on reading or whatever, a lot of times people think they got to make it all up in one day. Mm-hmm. Well, you wouldn't do that with food. Right. Like if you mm-hmm. didn't eat for three days, you're not going to eat three days worth. You're not going to eat 21 meals at one time. Yeah. Right. The goal is just eat. Yeah. Okay. So if you're trying to That's read good. through the Bible in a year or you're reading, don't overthink about the timeline. Right. Just think about eating today. Yep. Just eat today. So think of each day as a fresh set of days, like you, or a fresh set of hours for you to spend time with God. If you didn't yesterday, you fell behind, you got on your phone. Okay. That was yesterday. Today's a new day. Mm-hmm. Give us. This, this day, day, my daily bread. Mm-hmm. My uh, Men don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So when I'm saying this day, I don't, I'm not just talking about my physical needs to eat. I'm talking about my spiritual need to eat as well. And so just know this day is a new day for you. Yeah. If you mess up, you get on social media too long, you're watching YouTube, you're watching this video when you should have been reading your Bible or <laughs> praying, uh, you can pause right now. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I think we need to just take time, whatever whatever we have to do to tame this monster, yep. yeah. cage it up, put it on a chain. Your kids will appreciate you more. Your spouse will appreciate you more. Your grandchildren will appreciate you more. And your spiritual life will get stronger and stronger and stronger. Yep. All right? Everybody good? Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys.